You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back to VetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Aaron Hawksworth, Jim Rodriguez with you. And wow, what a weekend in college football. And before we kind of react and look ahead, we just have to talk about TCU. I mean, there has been, you know, talk of all season long that TCU was like the Vikings, perhaps the biggest fraud. Right. Who have they played? Blah, blah, blah. And now... You look at it, it's just been such a storybook season, and here they are on Saturday. The Horn Frogs beat Michigan outright as an eight-point underdog in the Fiesta Bowl. I was just chuckling, uh, chuckling, I never use that word, but I was just laughing in the break about <laughs> Paul Feinbaum said that Jim Harbaugh losing on New Year's has become an annual tradition. I don't know. I just that just made me laugh. Um, but gosh, I mean, what what an incredible season. You know, there's been a lot of concerns about TCU. Oh, you know, their offensive line, they're small, no, no concern at all, though, for TCU. I mean, maybe all this talk about them being frauds and underdogs really gave them extra motivation. Um, you know, and physically they looked like they belonged. And there was times where I didn't believe it you know it's just it's just been a cool story i used to cover tcu like 10 years ago when i lived in dallas so you know for me it's exciting to see how well um this program has done i wonder how gary patterson feels you know he leaves the program after like he's he was there for decades and now you know they're in the now game tcu opened at 500 to one to win the national championship before the season started. They weren't even ranked in the AP poll, Jim. I mean, can you believe what's going on? It's like this is going to be like David versus Goliath. They they were they were supposed to finish 7th in the Big 12. Okay, <laughs> that that that's that's how badly people thought of them, you know. And then they they bullied Michigan around. Now, I'm not taking anything away from the Horn Frogs, but you know that defense of TCU was amazing. Two pick sixes in the game against JJ McCarthy. 263 rushing yards. They they ran up and down the Fiesta Bowl field on the Wolverines, and they really kept them off balance and still hung on to win the game. Like I made one bet in that game, and I, I had TCU plus four and a half in the first half. And, and, and because Michigan has been such a bad first half team, they struggled against Purdue. And, and I thought Michigan would eventually pull away and win the game. I didn't think they would win, but I guess it's one of those things that maybe you could say, you know, they got it right. You know, how many, we've talked about it, even on this show that that fourth seed, you know, in the four team playoff always seemed to be like, Oh, yeah, yeah, it was Cincinnati and it was Notre Dame. It was just we needed a fourth team. They're really not expected to do much. Well, TCU kind of, you know, validates a lot of people 
their thoughts for putting them in there. And listen, since the start of the college football playoff, this is the third, fourth seed to make it to the final. And both those fourth seeds won the national championship when they made it. And, and Aaron, mm. they're even saying this could be the biggest upset, certainly in the college football playoff era. It could be one of the biggest upsets in bowl history. Where wow. are you on that? I mean, the Fiesta Bowl has had some wild upsets. I mean, we saw Boise State beat Oklahoma in the Fiesta Bowl. We saw Oregon win in the Fiesta Bowl. Uh, but this has to be up there, if not the greatest, at least the top two, top three greatest upsets in college bowl history. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I can't remember, you know, one that's bigger. And it's just people just kept doubting. It really is kind of similar to the Vikings, although the Vikings actually did become frauds and TCU hasn't. Um, but it's very, it, it, people just kept doubting them. And of course, you look at the spread, um, double digit uh, TCU plus 13 and a half, 13 and a half point dogs you know, to Georgia in LA. So, I mean, it's interesting. I think we all thought that this point spread was going to be large, you know, and I think there'll be some strong responses on both sides, you know, because every time, you know, TCU, you know, just like when they were facing Michigan, oh, they're, you know, they're not going to match up. They're not physical enough. Their defense isn't good enough. And then, you know, they've stood up to the test. Um, I, I wonder if injuries could be a factor here um tcu lost their star running back so you know that could be you know i think his absence kendra miller could have a big d you know could be a big deal in this national title game um especially in past protection you know he was really good and then on the georgia side tight end darnell washington suffered an ankle injury he had to leave the game uh but georgia you know obviously has a lot more talent um than tcu does yeah, normally I would always be afraid of of a letdown. No matter how well you're coached, how veteran of a team, you know, if, if you're TCU, maybe, you know, to them, emotionally you've already won a national championship because you beat Michigan in, in the Fiesta Bowl and now you face the defending national champions. But I think Georgia, listen, Georgia was a missed field goal from getting beat. Okay, Georgia has given up seven, what is it, over almost 75 points their last two games. This was a vaunted Georgia defense, and they have just been lit up. And again, a missed field goal at the end of the game is why Ohio State is not in this game. I, I'm a, I'm, I think TCU's got, they're going to have to keep things intense they're gonna have to maybe bring out some trick plays but i think tcu getting 13 and a half points yeah. at bet mgm 13 and a half points i like tcu getting that many points because i guess i'm not that convinced that that georgia defense is any damn good anymore you know and also i love a good underdog story i mean even just sprinkling the money line at plus 375 just a little just for funsies as we like to say on back ql daily sprinkle because wouldn't it just be so great you know for the ending for, you know for the horn frogs to win the national title as underdogs you're getting some great plus money what do you think, you know, about the college football playoff committee and what they're thinking having this, you know, little engine that could get into the national title game? 
Well, you know, that it, I think it was designed so you always had this. I, to me, I always remember, I, I go back to, to 2007 with Boise State. Boise State was ninth in the country. Why weren't they invited to one of the BCS games, one of the big, why, you know, and they go out there and they beat Oklahoma in, in, in the Fiesta Bowl. And then you've got, you know, Oregon beating, you know, Florida, the defending national champions in, in the Rose Bowl. You had Central Florida winning winning a game you know i think it created this need to to have a playoff and now even more of an expansive playoffs i think we're gonna we're gonna get that expansive playoff now oh it's gonna be six maybe eight you know i think it's gonna be six i I like four um and i think tcu kind of kind of proves that they got it right um and and maybe that's why an alabama wasn't there and, and, and or another school wasn't there um, it's, it, it's amazing. I think that fourth seed has got to try harder. You've got to be more creative, do more things, and you got to get, got to get a bit lucky and, and may, and Michigan got exposed, you know, again, Jim Harbaugh on new year's day or new year's Eve, it, it is what it is, but it, it's, it's a once in a generation thing for TCU and it, it's going to, it's going to bring more recruits there. And 13 and a half Georgia Kirby smart. I think we, 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 we kind of forgave a lot of the, the sins of Georgia and Kirby smart of the past and his, <laughs> and his failures in bowls after, after that, after that national championship, but Kirby's back to being Kirby. I'm big, I'm big on the horn frogs in this. I'm big on it. Me too. What about the total? Would you do anything here? Well, I don't, I am actually not sure the trends. How, how do those usually go in these national championship games? Are they lower scoring or is it all over the place? Yeah. I mean, bowls in general are generally overs, you know, the national championship game. I mean, listen, we've, you know, we've, we've seen, we've seen them all over the place. I mean, we've seen a lot of blowouts because it's been Alabama and Alabama has been blowing a, a, a lot of people out. I th- I think it's I think it's a situation where I think we're going to see you know what is it fifty two and a half I mean we had ninety six almost a hundred points in the TCU Michigan game we had you know in the eighties eighty three points Ohio State Georgia I, I think fifty two and a half shoot at this rate you could get that at halftime um, yeah I I I, I I I like I like the over I like the over fifty two and a half I think Georgia's defense has been exposed LSU got them Ohio State got them. Uh, I think, you know, despite the injuries, I think I think TCU's got enough firepower to put it up there. You know, Max Duggan, he's just got to keep – he's just got to keep better protection of the ball. He did get picked off a couple times by Michigan. So, Georgia's defense isn't awful, by the way, but I think he, he needs to take care of the football better. Those two INTs really stick out like a sore thumb uh, for Max Duggan and, and TCU. We also have some games today, um, and sometimes – these games are more than just about football and that's the case for Mississippi state and Illinois. I mean, the the Bulldogs, you know, playing um, for much more than, you know, just a W, you know, this year's ReliaQuest bowl in Tampa, the Mississippi state Bulldogs, you know, getting up to play after, you know, the sudden death of Mike Leach, their coach, um, just so sad he passed on December 12th. So, this is an interesting one, and we've seen some line movement. I mean, when I was looking at this last night, it was like minus one and a half. Now it's minus three and a half on BetMGM, Mississippi State, the favorites. 
Um, I mean, obviously that's where I would be looking is Mississippi State side, you know, an emotional game for these players. They want to get up, get one last W for Mike Leach after he was their head coach. Now, you know, he's passed. He's meant so much to the game of football. Um, so that that would be my lean here, you know, to just do it for uh, Mike Leach and his air raid scheme. Um, what say you on this game? Yeah, I mean, listen, I, 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 I think Mississippi State's going to win the game. I think there's just too much, you know, kind of like we thought Franco when Franco Harris passed and we and the Steelers honored him that night and they went out and they beat the Raiders uh, in, in the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate uh, Reception. I think everybody's going to be thinking about Mike Leach. And I think a lot of things bring into this. I mean, the bet that I like more than anything is the over, over 45, because Mississippi State scores a lot of points and Mississippi State gives up a lot of points. Uh, the question is, you know, it's almost like who's ha- who has the ball last in their hand. But I, the reason why I like Mississippi State, other than the obvious, the emotional side aspect of it is that on the football field, Illinois, Illinois' best players, their running back, Chase Brown, he's not going to play. He's not going to play. He opted out. So there's a big part of the Illinois offense that isn't going to be there anymore. I still think Illinois is going to score just because the Mississippi State defense doesn't really pressure the quarterback and, they're, and they give up a lot of points. But I think that may be the difference between the leech and then obviously one of Illinois' best players not being in the game. I'll take, uh, I'll take Mississippi State laying the points and definitely the over 45. Yeah, I like that look because it does seem like a lower total. I know Illinois has a really good defense, especially the run game, but that, I mean, Mississippi State likes to air it out, you know, so maybe they can Mm -hmm. take advantage and maybe, you know, score a lot of points in this. Or um, maybe you look at like a a Mississippi State team total over, you know, the narrative, Mm -hmm. the emotional um, aspect of this entire game. I mean, it's just... I'm looking forward to it. It starts in about 45 minutes. Um, so get your bets in now. Um, and right and now, fitting that it's in Tampa, right? You know, home, because Tampa's a big, uh, you know, they, they play there. There's a pirate ship in the stadium and Mike Leach was uh, the pirate, you know, it's a lot, lot, lot going on and fitting that it would be uh, that game or at least in that, that arena and Tampa's a big pirate kind of town, you know, Gasparilla and all that stuff. So. Yeah, that is I, such I, a I, good point. It almost gives you like goosebumps, you know, to right? think about that it's and the trivia that we're going to see. Um, I was saying, you know, on December 12th, when we got the news, I was a sports anchor in Seattle when he was the head coach of Washington State. So he was in our sports cast with all of, you know, his wild, funny sound bites all the time, his press conferences. Like, I mean, just such a big loss for the sport. I mean, he just meant so much. Um, I, I still I honestly can't even believe it. Yeah, I think unfortunately for him, his personality kind of overshadowed what a great coach he was. Yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, think about what he did, you know, at Texas Tech and then what he did at Washington State and Mississippi State. And you almost felt like the next job was going to be like one of the big, big, big schools. But that personality is, well, you know, hey, do you like do you like candy? Do you like what's your what's your take on on getting married? Oh, just a lope kind of thing. You know, that sort of stuff kind of over almost hindered him a little bit for people taking him seriously as such a great, a pretty a great damn coach that he was. 
Yeah, that is a great point. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Aaron Hawksworth, Jim Rodriguez with you. And up next, we're going to talk to Chase Kitty of BetMGM and get his thoughts on the national title game as well as some of the other college football games today. That and more next on the BetQL Network.